and welcome to Hawk Talk, Isma Hawk's Geek Culture Podcast, where we talk about geek stuff, nerdy stuff, and all sorts of awesome. Today, we're going to talk about the Avengers Infinity War premiere. What's that? It's a movie. Oh. My name is Danny Shepard, and joining me, as always, is Noel Shefflin. That that I am me. Jeremy Lee. (laughs) That young. And Preston Scott. You got to say something. Inaudible dialogue. (laughs) <laughs> Say inaudible dialogue. Inaudible dialogue. So, how many of you guys saw Avengers Infinity War? Me! Me! We did. If you're not raising your hand, you should probably turn this off because we're about to talk about some spoilers this, here. This is about to be spoiler-ridden. So many spoilers. We're about to get all spoilery up in here and talk about our opinions, our feelings, and sort of review this film. Maybe even a little bit go into the in depth of the Marvel Cinematic Universe just a little bit. Yeah, so there might be spoilers for other MCU movies. So universe. Yeah. Spoilers for all the MCU if you're not caught up on yeah. MCU films. Spoilers for nineteen movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry guys. Yeah, it would be, if you're not spoilers caught up. for the last eighteen years. <laughs> ten years. Ten years. Ten years. Sorry. Wow. Eighteen movies, ten years. <laughs> nineteen movies. I, I can't count. Damn, so. what if it was only a movie a year? And this was the nineteenth movie. Ooh. Damn, that's years. almost my whole life. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> they're kids. They're movies, Whose yeah, entire lives are geez. just of Marvel movies. Damn. Lucky. <laughs> yeah, tight. That's all I've ever known. All right, so, uh, yeah, let's let's Dude, dive right is in. Is that their, like, golden age of Disney? Is the MCU? Wow. Like, how we grew up they, with... Like, Lion King or, like, stuff yeah. like that. They got... Wow. Honestly, hashtag goals. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, damn, that's cool. cool. That's, wow. What a time to be alive. What right. a time to be alive. Especially after watching Infinity War. So, mm-hmm. true. guys, let's uh, let's jump in Hate to it. Infinity War. Yeah. <laughs> Loved it. You, so you say it's your favorite. Yeah. It's definitely, I, I'm having an internal battle because when I think about Infinity War, I'm like, oh yeah, it's my favorite. But then I think about Winter Soldier and I'm like, it's Winter Soldier. Damn. Sounds like a war that's infinite. Yeah, it's definitely, there's a war going on in my mind, and it'll go on for infinity. In your mind stone. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm out, guys. I'm, I gotta, I, got, I can't. Alright, see you later, Noel. <laughs> You're an Audi. So, I, a couple of days ago, I said that it wasn't my favorite, but it's creeping up there. Man. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's creeping really? up there. The more you think about it? The more I think yeah. about it, when I watch it a second time, I'm like, yo, this movie's just really dope, though. So we've all seen it twice at this point, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, the first time I saw it, if you weren't following me on social media, me and uh, my girlfriend Angela at Lady Doombots actually got to go to the red carpet premiere. The purple carpet. Purple carpet. Right? Yeah, it was purple carpet. We'll be posting a video uh, on the main channel, which is like a recap, uh, within the next couple of days. So definitely check that out. Um, but yeah, we saw it with the movie stars in the room. So the energy that I saw it in was palpable. It was unrealistic. Was it as electric as this blue? It was pretty electric. It was an electric yeah, boogaloo. it was as electric as, as Thor's <laughs> hammer. Two electric nice. <laughs> but uh, I have to say after seeing it a second time the, uh, you know, the hype goggles were, were taken off and I was still like just enamored by what I was watching. It was a well crafted, well made Bold film that yeah. they put out. It shows mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the work that they put into this. Yep. True. Beautiful, bold film. So you once upon a time you said that Davy Jones was your favorite animated character of all time. Does oh, that man. still stand true <laughs> with Thanos? 
I don't know, man. <laughs> Thanos is definitely up there with one of my favorite animated characters of all time. Yeah, dude. At this point, just the emotion, the emotionality that this character presents mm-hmm. over the course of this film. He's a very complex character. Very complex. A lot and to it's him. all CG animated. Yeah. He shattered the uncanny valley. Like, yeah. Just crazy. He, they they leap right over the he valley. Just, his Dang. eyes were yeah. so human. Mm-hmm. And his, like, along with the lips, yeah. the mm-hmm. movement, the animation of every nuance of the lips whenever he speaks, different emotions that he's going through, even including his neck and his skin, yeah. like mm-hmm. everything, the muscles, underlying nerves muscles and everything. And his, like face, like you're just like, dang. The vein that pops yeah. out in Dude. his forehead when he's trying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When that tear looked like it was on real skin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His skin looks so real, especially in the sunlight. Like the uh, in the forest in Wakanda yeah. when he steps out of the portal and the sun is just on his skin yeah. and the le- shadow of the leaves. I'm like, is this real? Like, I'm looking how? at real Josh, skin right now. Josh Brolin got lit. That is actually Josh Brolin. He went height. full method. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And also, like, that Gamora scene at the uh, at um, Vormir, mm-hmm. when he turns around with the tears rolling down, like, that was real. That looked real. Dude, she said, like tears, going, really? Really? He's like, those tears aren't for him. Or, those tears aren't for him. The tears just like, oh, damn. Oh, yeah, shout man. out Red Skull. Jeez. Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Shout out Red Skull. But, like, those, the, the different stages he goes through with his eyes, just his eyes alone, every single close-up is just mm-hmm. so... So real, especially at the end, that final shot. Mm-hmm. Like, mm. oh yeah, the the just, sunset. Like yeah. he's just watching the sunset over and a grateful like, universe. Kind of smiled a little bit, and he's like, "I'm done." Like, yeah, just tiniest smirk. So I have a question. Mm. So the movie starts right. Mm. We're watching the movie. What's the first moment where you're just like, "Oh sh, damn!" What's the first moment that like really caught you? Like, oh. Whoa. Well, first of all, Heimdall was just, he was the first person you see, and he's like almost dead. Yeah. I'm like, what is happening? Dude, <laughs> Where the, are we? The way the movie starts, like the Marvel logo is in complete silence yeah. at first. Yeah, wow. there's no wow. theme music. Wow. Devastating music. You're just like, oh, I don't feel good about this. <laughs> this and then you hear the SOS from the Asgard ship. You're like, this, this can't be good. This, this can't be good. It opens up like an alien movie. <laughs> yeah. I think it was Hulk getting his ass handed to him. Yeah, that's the that's when you were. Throat. Yeah, that's when you were like, well, because there was the chop to the throat, and Hulk, like for the first time ever, he's like <laughs> stunned. He's like, oh, yeah, no <laughs> and then like Nando's just, bah, 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 just like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like when you see the Hulk stunned, yeah, straight up boxes him. Well, and when picks you see him up, two people that size and stature just like full, just like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, straight oh. picked up the Hulk and slammed oh. him. He bodied him. I loved how Get Thanos, Thanos's fighting style, like everything about him, was intelligent. Yes. His fighting style was precision based. It wasn't. It wasn't like a brawler. Like that's how I imagined seeing him because I was like, this guy's about the size of the Hulk. Mm-hmm. He seems like he's going to be a brawler. He but just, no, he can just smash around and yeah. win. Yeah. And yeah, he can just smash mm-hmm. around and win. But that's not what he was doing. Every no. strike was a that chop to the throat when he knocked uh, Hulk off his axis was. A precision strike, and then he just boxed him down. Yeah, and I was having like, his fun. That was my that was my oh crap moment. It was just like oh, I was like man. whoa, dude. <laughs> I thought Hulk was like gonna try to save the day. Like yeah, you know, he's Hulk, bro. <laughs> I knew the Hulk was gonna get his ass whooped, but not like that. Not mm-hmm. so fast. Not in the first scene of the yeah. movie. Also, Whew. I have to say, the virtual camera work in this movie is 
bar none. Like oh, I've yeah. never seen handheld virtual camera work like this before. The whole fight between Thanos and the Hulk in the beginning, like handheld, yeah, yeah, that was handheld in a virtual camera because all that was CG on yeah. green screen, not even green screen. Like that whole scene was CG, and then just comp in a couple of live action characters. That was it. Like, dude, the shot of mind blowing. It looks like real movement. It probably is real movement because mocap. You know, yeah, mocap yeah. mm-hmm. camera now. What were you saying? I was gonna say the shot when the Thanos and Gamora get on that planet, and just the first shot of them, like the, how the camera moves down oh, to on them. Vormir? I'm just like, wow, this yeah. camera movement Dude, is beautiful. Vormir's just visual aesthetic was mm-hmm. absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, you have like it, everything is very blue. Then you see the eclipsed sun with the red yeah. and the yellow. Mm. It was just Sharp, gorgeous. All the colors and mm. the way this movie, the cinematography in this movie really stands out. And mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just because we saw it in Dolby Vision um HDR, but like I've I'm see, sure I've seen it in standard and Dolby and yeah. like both were still Yeah, cuz I was yeah. just watching the trailers on my phone and then on the on our TV mm-hmm. and it still like pops like just yeah. the mm-hmm. look, the look is so refined. Mm-hmm. Un- unbelievable accomplishment this movie is. And me and Noel, I think we just like the only thing we keep talking about is how spectacularly crafted the dialogue is yeah it's all so charming and fun and funny and And truthful to every character Mm -hmm. no character seems like they're making an out of character decision no care i mean to me no character seems like they're making an out of character decision or or uh, i would say one character made a dumb decision but it wasn't didn't feel like it it was out yeah it wasn't it fits it it very much fits his character Um, because if you were to say like oh yeah he did that you would say, oh, yeah, that makes sense that he would do that. That character would do that. He's Star-Lord. Very, yeah, very Especially yeah. after I guess we can say this. Guardians 2 when he freaked out on, on Ego. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But, like, true. it just still felt like such a f- stupid move. Yeah. yeah. Because he, I don't think he truly understands what's at stake here. I yeah. think all the other Avengers do, and I think the Guardians yeah. are the only ones that don't. I mean, uh, uh, Gamora actually mm-hmm. definitely gets it, but I, I don't think Star-Lord really fathoms like, when I think through that whole fight, like f- before even Thanos show up, showed up, he was thinking about Gamora. Yeah, like that like he that's hey. he cares because he hasn't been to Earth in what like 20, 30 years. So yeah. like, Gamora is like the main thing that he cares about right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. yeah, and also he's half human, half stupid. True. Fifty <laughs> percent of this is a hundred percent you. Your math is outstanding. <laughs> The the banter between yeah. Star Lord and Iron Man was dude. All the dialogue is so witty and sharp. So so sharp. Quick, so sharp. Quick. So fast. They were on it, and it wasn't Earth like Earth is closed. <laughs> yeah, right. And it wasn't even like too fast where you're like, what what just happened? You're trying to listen to it, but like it was just excellent moments yeah. back to back. Yeah, Squidward. Squidward. <laughs> Perfectly oh crafted reference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was no unnecessary dialogue that I couldn't mm-hmm. see. Everything all felt of Thanos' right. dialogue too. Thanos' dialogue is really fucking cool. Yeah. yeah. Also, so they really uh, there was a lot of things in the trailers mm-hmm. that uh, either dialogue or shots that weren't uh, the final shots, but the same. So like the dialogue through, I think the first or second trailer when he's like, "I hope they remember you." That whole thing, yeah, that was taken from both the beginning and the very end of the movie when he's talking to I think Thor and Heimdall and them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they and were mixing it. Yeah, it was mixing it, and it seemed like a different take. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, and it some like turns, like looks at the camera, felt a little bit different. There was a shot because I just watched the trailers right after the movie. There's the shot where uh, Thanos throws his hands down and Cap catches it. In the trailer, you only see two stones. Yep, yep. There's and pl- then in the movie, mm, there's yeah. five. And then there's a part where 
the part in the in the movie where Spider-Man is like saving the Guardians from like the yeah, asteroids. It's just him it's in the just trailer. Just him swinging in the trailer. I'm just like, which and I think they nailed Spider-Man swinging through falling debris. Like, oh yeah, it looked looked great. Like obviously 100 percent fake. Like you're on an alien right. planet, <laughs> Spider-Man, but like it looked completely like just like. Yeah, yeah. Spider-Man's movement are... in this movie was like really on point. It's yes. so yeah. fluid and stuff. Mm-hmm. I have all these characters like. Like, imagine writing. what you had to, like, if, if you had to take on a project of this caliber, how many different personalities and characters and backstories and everything to juggle in one two and a half hour movie? Like, how do you not overstep bounds and cross lines or whatever, step on each other's toes? Damn. Lots of planning. Mm-hmm. A we- lot of planning. Dude, at Mantis, she didn't have a lot of dialogue, but everything her character does in this movie is just. So perfect to her character and adds so much more dimension mm-hmm. to her yep. yeah. and her interactions with everything. Like even if it's in the background, that's how you juggle that many characters. Kick names, take asses. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about Thor though for oh, a second? Yeah. MVP, MVP. Mm-hmm. Because that is not a dude. That is a man. <laughs> everything with Thor, need a, a man. Beautiful, muscular, strong man. <laughs> everything with Thor in this movie had me cheering. Me too, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I have never been so invested in Thor before. Even in Ragnarok, I didn't love him as much as I saw him in. Like, I started out the MCU not liking Captain America mm-hmm. and not liking Thor. Same. Captain America won me over in Winter Soldier, and he's been my favorite ever since. Thor won me over in Ragnarok. And I've been like cool with him. And then after Infinity War, I'm like, I'm on the Thor bandwagon now. Yeah, I'm like, I'm on. Let's do it. Dude, that moment between him and Rocket oh my God. on the ship, so good. So good. That time dialogue. to be the captain now. Yeah. And it's like you have so much weight and emotion in what Thor is saying. But like if you really break down reading on the page, it's ridiculous dialogue. Yeah. yeah. But it fits his character so well. And the moment just And the way lands. he plays it is so mm-hmm. like, yeah, oh, man. The dude. He had one eye. eye. Yeah. The, guy, the yeah. man had one eye. Chris em- <laughs> Hats off to Chris Emsworth, man. He yeah. is an impressive actor. If I, for whatever reason, doubted him before, which I never did. I always thought he was pretty good. But like, like he, like the fact that he delivered this like caliber of a performance in a superhero movie is really impressive. Like, wow. Talking about losing everything and still having that, that sort of like it's optimistic, a, optimistic outlook on yeah. such a dire situation. He's, he's talking about it lightheartedly, but it's very heavy. You can see it in his eyes. You see yeah. that it pains him. Yeah, in his voice. He's like trembling, but like yeah, he's tr- he's trying fear. to convince himself almost. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like, why else would I be here if this wasn't my my calling? Yeah, yeah. What a moment, man. Fate what if you're wrong? So, <laughs> what if you're wrong? Thanos is another bastard. I was like, damn, dude. What else do I have to lose? Yeah. Lived You're, I mean, fifteen thousand years, and I've wrong. killed twice as many. <laughs> savage, <laughs> savage. That's pretty. Wait, cool. he said fifteen thousand or fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred. That's my bad. Wow. That's <laughs> I was like, wait, fifteen thousand. Big gap. Uh, yeah, because that's, that's a lot more really, years. Really How old was o- Odin? Odin, probably like four or five thousand. I mean, Odin's as olden. Well, so in the first Thor, uh, Odin narrates the opening to it, and he. His father, uh, I don't like Bowden or something like I don't know whatever Odin's father was was it just said like a long time ago and then Odin was at his height during the frost giant battle I think in like 900 AD. Mm. So then we'll assume that he was probably Thor's age, so maybe like 2,000 years old at that point. So 
Okay. Math, I don't know. That, He's I, an old boy. Yeah, very he is an old, old boy. Very old. Mm. Got some Odin sleep in him. Yeah. Also, that moment at the be- in the opening scene, Loki's walking up to Thanos. He's like, Odin's son, and looks at Thor. Dude, <laughs> Tom Hiddleston is such a great, great actor. Like every single line that he had, there was so much behind it, and even even if the there wasn't a lot of words, like there was a lot of weight behind the words. I don't know. He was just he was really impressive, dude. Mm-hmm. He was really really impressive. He brought the material on the page to life. Exactly. I feel like everyone did in this movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. A lot of English actors, so they they can do it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> English school Britain's, of acting, Britain squad. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Although half of them are playing Americans. <laughs> but a lot of them also are just experienced in these roles and they know yeah, their character. Yeah, they know yeah, it's like they've been playing well. for like ten years or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. but and they know how and they know how to be these people. They know how to portray these like I imagine it's like breathing for them. Yeah. <laughs> just 100%. being these characters. Switch it like a turn on the switch. Yeah. I'm Thor now. <laughs> Speaking of the that that part that, that you said that because there's a line in the movie where he says lying I imagine is like breathing for you that whole scene the fact that it was an illusion like that caught me off guard like I was like whoa Thanos is powerful as shit yeah like when he got (laughs) stabbed I was like wow what stone is gonna heal that wound like I was just kind of thinking about like how's it gonna gonna play out and then oh when even Star-Lord said he's like that was quick yeah (laughs) 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 my thoughts exactly magnificent Magnificent! <laughs> Benicio, dude. Great. He's cool. Whatever. What happened to the collector? So he wasn't there the whole time. Well, he's probably dead. Probably oh, he got killed. I'm, I imagine, yeah, yeah, he got killed. Because that entire place was leveled yeah. on fire. And he had the stone. So. Which, Later, Benicio. Yeah, we hardly knew ye. Makes me, <laughs> makes me curious, because so he's a celestial. Yeah. Yeah? And so is Jeff Goldblum and Ragnarok. Jeff Goldblum. So they're brothers. <laughs> yeah, they're brothers. So, like, what... So do they just not have a power level besides being... Like, they can get really old? You know? I mean... Like... Well, I don't, celestials celestial? have a lot. I thought, I thought he wasn't a celestial. Every celestial, their life... Uh, their spirit is connect. Their life source is connected to a star, right? Like they are the. What am I saying? Well, that um, was, are you saying that because of ego? Yeah, I thought that was just ego. Like my understanding after seeing Guardians and Ragnarok is that, and uh, both Guardians, I guess, was that Celestials could come in both. Like they look like a human, or they're like a weird alien, like ego. He's an elder. He's not necessarily okay, he's an elder. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That makes more sense then. Because I was gonna say, if he's a celestial, he should have some sort of something. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. to fight back, I guess. Mm-hmm. Can a celestial go up against Thanos with his gauntlet? I ego could have maybe like on his ego's planet. On his turf. On his turf. Yeah. Interesting. I I would assume so, just because it's his like yeah. domain. But so Star Lord already took him out for him. <laughs> Back, uh, just to like kind of pivot us back to the actual like Rain story, yeah, story for uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. This is again something me and Noel were talking about that, like, this I, I have a new appreciation for this universe for the MCU that I didn't have prior to 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 watching Infinity War, mm-hmm. and I think it's just that you see that everything was building towards something. And it was very interesting because when you're watching the movies as they unfold with like Iron Man 2 and Iron Man 3 and Age of Ultron, several of the movies, Thor the Dark World, several movies that I didn't particularly care for, um, 
and you but and you see them do certain things with the characters like Iron Man 3 has got PTSD and and you're just like I don't know how I feel about this but as you watch the character progress mm-hmm. throughout the story you're like okay all all of those decisions that entire arc makes so much sense yeah. and it actually shows how much Tony Stark has grown Absolutely. as a character yeah. since the beginning just and all the characters all the characters because they've all evolved in their own way yeah. and at first you don't maybe you don't see how it plays out later and it's just you know there for the movie yeah but then in this movie all of it comes to a head you're like oh it comes back into play that's why he lost his hammer that's Mm -hmm. Thor lost his hammer Uh, this is why like everything has is happening the way that it's happening and you can connect the dots looking back after Infinity War but obviously we couldn't see what was coming yeah Mm -hmm. in hindsight it's 2020 I I always looked at Tony Stark like throughout each movie and it was kind of like yeah he learns a lesson and he like develops a bit but there's always kind of that did he learn his lesson because Ultron like obviously double messed up big time there Mm -hmm. and I just always was like Tony's great like great character funny guy but just kind of the worst because he just (laughs) keeps making the same mistake and then just keep kind of shit like in Civil War he's like Oh yeah, like Ultron, that thing I created, like killed a bunch of people. Hey guys, we should all be accountable, you know, like. <laughs> yeah. But then now, like you look at it, and like you look at he, pro- like took everything very seriously, like. Yeah. And when Spider Man said, like, "Hey, it's kind of your fault that I'm here," like, kind of just like a teenage kid making excuses for himself, like, yeah, you could see it in yeah, his but eyes. That cut. <laughs> what did you just say? Like, yeah, you could see that he's like, "Don't put that on me." Like, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of having yeah. things pinned on me. I'm trying to make it right. Yeah. I've been trying to make it yeah. right. I just flew into freaking outer space for this, yeah. dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And also, that moment where uh, after saving, um, I was going to say Doctor Who, <laughs> Doctor Strange, um, and Doctor Strange was like, all right, we're heading back, right? And he, you see Tony Stark standing there, and he kind of has this expression on his face like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll go back. And you can see in his eyes and the way he's acting, he has something else on his it's just oh, slow. Oh, I was the like, plan, like, the plan's coming. He was together. like, yeah. he's like, you can fly the ship, right, Tony? He, he just looks at him, he's like, Tony? He's like, I'm thinking. <laughs> yes. Maybe we shouldn't go back. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't destroy Earth again. again. <laughs> yeah, that's true. For the he's trying to like put everything Avengers together <laughs> and trying to play it off. Yeah, you know? <laughs> we should do that. Which, by the way, interactions between Doctor Strange oh. and Tony Stark were probably one of my favorites. So two really smart, resourceful people just like debating on like what's the best course of action. And both very a little bit characters. arrogant. Both absolutely both in, in very similar. Arrogant for a reason, but just like kind of arrogant and little douchey at the same time. Yeah. And totally. They're both like muddy heads in the beginning. <laughs> so great. Protecting oh, man. Reality, and then throw Star Lord in the mix. <laughs> yeah. Star, Star yeah, Wars. the guard, the guardians are the special something for like those interactions, just making it like, yeah. wow, this is great. Dude, anytime the guardians meets any of the Avengers, yeah. just ridiculous shit goes down. So like, good. What? <laughs> so, what was everybody's favorite part of the movie? Any scene with Thanos. Every single scene with Thanos is so good. Really? Not there's not one that uh, that's the standout. The Gomorra scene. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the Soul Stone on Vormir. Nice, nice. Damn. Man, every time. It was really heartbreaking and so well done. I mean, yeah. the emotions it Thanos showed out. was played out really well. I kind of like I knew it was gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, just because Gamora and Thanos, it was Soulstone, like in it. Front of you, yeah, yeah, and yeah. you kind of pieced together. But I didn't realize how emotional and heavy it was gonna play out like yeah. that. I'm like, oh, 
this is heavy dark. Yeah. Dude, one red one red skull like came into the light a little I was bit like, and you're oh, like, sh- oh, oh wow. Uh, I didn't <laughs> see this. Who? Hugo? <laughs> nope. Nope. Yeah, nope. Not no, you, no. Hugo. Nope. <laughs> it's uh, me, a red skull. Uh, you recognize? <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> no, it's actually not it's Hugo Weaving come back as uh, a ring wraith. <laughs> yeah, he can just fly now. Yeah, right. back as Optimus Prime. Oh. No, he was he was Megatron. You're right. I my think bad. Megazord. I think my favorite scene was Battle of Wakanda. Battle of Wakanda when things started kind of turning the tide, like those like dog alien mm-hmm. things were just a little bit like they were all on top of like Black Panther and yeah. uh, Bruce Banner. And then Bifrost lights up and oh, Thor man. comes out. The hammer swings in, just like knocks Bro. people out. And he's like, Bring me Thanos. And Dude, like, the entire theater up. was fucking clapping. Electrifying moment. I want to go work out right now. Yeah, yeah honestly. Like that, that's just, Thanos. No more workout playlist in 2018. <laughs> yeah, just, just that just 30 second clip on repeat. <laughs> Bring me Thanos. Yeah. Also, that, re- like, when Captain America first shows up in that train station, oh, dude, God. the music, you see him catch, catch that spear one-handed. Well, and like it goes silent, and then you just hear the trains moving. And yeah. like in my head, like pros and cons of watching the trailers, but like when I heard those trains, I'm like, damn, this is totally the scene where he comes in. Like, there's the lady with the staff. He's gonna yeah, catch the staff. Like, it's, it's gonna be do it. That's why you don't up. watch the trailers. But it was because <laughs> I'm like. Yup, yeah. yup, yup. It was, it was worth it. Our showing was like going crazy. Yeah. I was like, fucking let's go! Let's go! <laughs> that was the best intro for Captain oh, America. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. So epic. So dope. Oh, the man. Well, and then he just they him, handled him. Him and Black Widow just are like... Yeah. Bing, bing, oh, and Falcon. Don't forget Falcon. Yeah, Falcon, Falcon too. But the, way that the humans. The humans. The humans, the humans yeah. going start cracking up these aliens. Well, and the way that... Because I think it, at first Black Widow... St- takes one of their weapons and is taking them on and yeah. then when she gets knocked down Steve just comes right in and like takes her spot yeah. with a different weapon and They're they just all are in interchangeable that, that's actually what it. I liked most about that scene is that these humans didn't overpower these aliens just because they're really strong humans no they overpowered these aliens because they were smart and they yep. were using the alien weapons against them and, and they also was, worked they, together yeah, worked yeah, together exactly. and they got moves yep. dude th- this is I liked how every single fight in this movie worked so well together where all of the characters are working together Mm -hmm. in some capacity. Mm -hmm. Like whether it be using one of their weapons or their powers or something, just working off of each other with each other to take down the enemies. And yet Thanos still handed them their ass. Damn. Thanos that, still wins. That guys. last scene in the Wakanda lineup when they like run at Thanos and he just one by one like just like just does something tosses like, them off. It's like nothing. Mm, slap him to the ground. Yeah. So and and Black like, Panther suit like uh, the energy comes out on the ground. You see like the grass. Yeah. Up, yeah. He's just like. Mm. <laughs> and that's crazy. Yeah. That shows that vibranium literally was just like this thing was supposed to to stop any oncoming projectile and just bounce the force back. Nope. Yeah. And it just knocked him straight down. It was just like, nope, yeah. <laughs> screw Damn. your physics. It just crumbled. Even though Cap game. straight up caught Thanos' fist, the gauntlet, still knocked, clocked him down like nothing. And he just like, like gets the hit and then just like crumples. Yeah, yeah just dude. folds. He <sighs> folded. <laughs> Which, Damn, bro. Did anybody think that him, Cap, catching that was a little bit too much? 
Like no. as far as Cap's power levels, I thought it was tight. But like afterwards, thinking about it, it's like, is he that strong? Like that's why I liked it because there are there are some moments throughout the entire MCU where you just you see Cap do certain things and push his limits in every single movie. You're just like, oh wow, he could do that. Oh yeah. shit, he could do that. And you're just like, how ca- how powerful is he? Have we seen I, his yeah, limits? We haven't, does yeah. he have limits? I mean, I'm sure he does. But like, yeah, does the will and the heart in and Steve Rogers like push those yeah. limits? That's like that episode of Teen Titans that I was talking about with Cyborg, where he's always mm, pushing to hundred percent. Yeah, but then the human part pushes one hundred and ten percent. I imagine that's what Cap is like. Well, Cap also one of his powers because of the Super Soldier Serum is he does not fatigue, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. he doesn't get tired. He can keep on fighting. That's ridiculous. Over and over, that and is, he can keep getting knocked down, and he'll keep standing up and continue I could do fighting this all day. He has yeah. to say he has to say oh, that in the last one so right good. before he dies. He has to say it in the Ooh. last one. Oh, he's gonna die, <laughs> dude. All like I kind of see where you're coming from with Cap catching the gauntlet because. It was just like kind of shocking. Like, yeah, it's like, a little shocking. A, but like, even in the beginning, like you see uh, Thanos <laughs> grab Hulk's arm and just straight up bends it out. So you're telling me that Cap can catch Hulk's that, fist? That's if that's, he were to throw yeah, one. That's what makes me wonder because it's like I get that Thanos is like strength level with Hulk. Like that makes sense. They look huge, and he has the gauntlet. Mm-hmm. But then, and then when like you say like Cap catching that, like yeah, he does just like push it to the limits, and like he can just overcome but then it's like what if he fought the, like uh hulk he would lose he, just yeah. like he lost against thanos He'd, true yeah. Th- yeah the thing is is They're i don't just think it's just a moment it just yeah one shot yeah mm-hmm. thanos is dun, dun. i don't think he was expecting it because he like he, he he knocked down steve rogers true. like it was no big deal it's not like steve rogers did something crazy mm-hmm. steve came in pop pop boom uppercut and i think it just caught thanos off guard and <laughs> that's like, why he was able whoa. to catch it <laughs> yeah you remember that scene in Winter Soldier when he's on the motorcycle, jumps off the motorcycle, lands on the Quinjet, throws his shield, yeah. <laughs> breaks the laws of physics with his shield, hits the... He speaking manually of, took down a jet. Not just any jet, a Quinjet. <laughs> a Quinjet, and just was doing it with his shield. And that was the moment where I'm like, yeah, dude, uh, what are this guy's limits again? Uh, I don't think they exist. True. He also, <laughs> the limit does not exist. He fought Iron Man hand-to-hand. Yeah, he Bradley Cooper AF. I mean, I'm just saying, like, Captain America's strength, I think, is something that maybe with experience, he's getting better and stronger. Because mm-hmm. if you think about it, like, Captain America 1 and then for and, uh, Avenger, Avengers is, like, really right after one another. Yeah. So, like, he's got a bunch of experience from World War II, but he's fighting mostly normal humans. He fights aliens and special beings and Avengers, and then he's been working for S.H.I.E.L.D. for however long in Winter Soldier. Then he gets more experience fighting in uh, in Age of Ultron, and we're I think we're just watching his skills improve yeah. with each film. Exactly. You know? Just like Tony's armor, it, he used to have to have two giant robot arms putting the suit on him and taking it off. Now, now it just crawls up his arm. Now it crawls. Now it's like stored in his little chest thingy, and and it all comes out, just forms around him like some sort of crazy and nanotech. <laughs> nanotech. It's crazy. Well, and I'd also like talking about this. I guess so. The super soldier serum took him from being a skinny little beanpole to. Captain America right. at that base level, like super strong, super whatever. Yeah. But I assume that his body would work in the same way that like any other human was. They work out and they train, they get better, they get stronger, they yeah. get faster. Yeah. So it's just like it's just those effects are amplified. Yeah, amplified by also, a bunch. It's uh it's important to note that Captain America also possesses a healing factor. 
True. Not like Deadpool or like uh, Wolverine, but like if he gets shot, he'll be healed the next day. It, it kind of similar to give or take. Flash, it depends like, on what arc like you're Flash looking at. on the TV show. Like, kind of yeah, like a little bit quicker, like a few hours, day or two. Like yeah, you know? probably a day if he got shot. Mm-hmm. He's not like not as fast as the Flash, yeah. but faster than most other characters in the MCU. Yeah, what a ridiculous yeah. man. I like overpowered in some ways. Yeah, man. I love that every character yeah. got their moment, mm-hmm. and specifically, a lot of characters got their moment to like. Even though Thanos like won in the end of the day. Like, there are a lot of characters that got their jabs in. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Iron Man is the only one that drew blood. And yeah. Captain yeah. America is the only human that, like, was able to catch his hand and keep it open. Whereas every everything before that, a device had to do it. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Thor was the one that, like, really dug it into it. Like, really got him. Like, really <laughs> landed a hit. Yeah. And then the it was just it was <laughs> really for dope. <laughs> Don't forget about Doctor Strange's yeah. ability. I mean, Doctor Strange really shined in this film. Absolutely. Hell Yeah. I think Damn. I think Iron Man, Strange, and Thor like three like tent poles mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. far as like main characters. Also, go. like shout out to the to whoever prevised and like visualized the the combos between Iron Man and Thanos on Titan because yeah, that was clean, so fluid, and the way that Iron Man just every single hit he did was a straight up one two combo. Yep. And he knew what he was doing, planting his feet down, boom. And I love that, like, some of his suit became weaker in other areas because they had to, like, put it all into this one yeah. section. When, like, f- like, it would move around yeah. and stuff. And when he was using his uh, his beams, like, he couldn't regenerate the part of the suit that was gone. But when he was done with the beams, it was able yeah. to, mm-hmm. you know, so fix itself. Sick. Whatever. Dude, oh, man, when Thanos was coming straight for Iron Man, he was, like... Panicking. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. was sweating. You could see it in Tony Stark's eyes. Yeah, dude. Craziest moment was grabbing the moon, oh crushing my it, God. and then throwing <laughs> freaking meteorites at Tony. And Tony's just looking at it like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, oh, just, oh shit. What did he say afterwards if you throw another moon at <laughs> me? Throw another I'm... moon at me. I'm going to lose it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh. <laughs> you see, he just, you just survived a moon. <laughs> a moon. Part of a moon yeah. fell on Iron Dude, Man. Dude, the visual effects for that, by the way. Holy crap. Anytime, like that moment, he just activates the stone and the gauntlet, the wave that comes over the moon. I'm like, whoa, and just straight pulls it down, launches it. The strength, like, because well, he that, didn't. That looks like he was like pulling Yeah, because like, he, he didn't he just swing. He was like fucking struggling and launches it down. The overwhelmingly showcase of power (laughs) in this film was just like, (laughs) what? Oh my God. He did what? He did what just now? That's a moon. (laughs) He threw a moon moon at Iron Man. (laughs) Somebody wrote that down. down. Somebody put that on a piece of paper and says, Thanos throws a moon at Iron Man. Thanos crushes (laughs) moon with the gauntlet and meteorites. Fall to yeah. Earth or fall to the planets, yeah. smashing Iron Dude, Man. The sound design of the gauntlet. <laughs> anytime and anytime he activates one of the stones, the nasty anamorphic flare <laughs> of that color just shining straight so through the lens. Dope. Dude, also on Titan, when Doctor Strange is like our he says our and Thanos is like, what? Looks up. Iron Man slams that huge thing down yeah. on top of him. He straight up shatters that like nothing, and he's screaming. He's pissed now. Star Wars, he just pissed him off. <laughs> Damn, that whole moment, the sequence of events, I'm just like, whoa. And it straight turns it into bats or yeah. whatever. One of my favorite moments, besides 
the moment that you said with, with Thor coming coming in the clutch oh, yeah. out of the Bifrost. One of my favorite moments is right after that when he lands and uh, Steve Rogers is like, new haircut? He's like, I see you've copied my beard. He's like, this is my friend Tree. <laughs> oh, this is I my am, friend Tree. I am Groot. I am Steve, Steve Rogers. Rogers. <laughs> so genuine too. Like, yeah. He's just like, good to meet you. Like yeah. alien being. Like so brilliant. Such great character moments. Because so like you have to introduce the two characters again. They haven't seen each other yeah. for a long yeah. time. So I can only imagine in the writing room, in the like the the brainstorming session, they're like, okay, how do we introduce these characters again in the mm-hmm. middle of a battle, like a huge ass battle, a very major battle. So many re, re- reunions, yeah, reunions. reunions yeah. The comedy and like the comedy that's in those moments doesn't feel like it takes away from the direness of the plot. Like yep. it it's didn't not feel, jokey. Yeah, exactly. it didn't feel like it was too much. Like. Yeah. It, I, I, There's I a couple think, of moments in Thor Ragnarok that felt like that, where it just yeah. took away from the whole emotion and the weight of the scene. I'm like, yeah. oh, damn, that just killed the mood. Yeah. Like, yeah. I get it. It's funny. I, you know, it's cool. But like this, the jokes just cut through, and you're like, huh, that was adorable. I like that That was a lot. adorable. We're all still going to die, though. <laughs> when, like, before you even <laughs> stop laughing, tree. something else happens. You're like, oh, oh. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is a serious face now. <laughs> it's like the comedy is promptly followed by incredibly dark dire moments well every time i think bruce banner like met someone again like like when he first like came up to tony Mm -hmm. and or when they were talking about steve rogers and he's like thor is gone like it doesn't matter who you're talking to or not talking to like this is it Mm -hmm. when he said that thor is gone i was like wow because so when when the movie opens up and Loki dies, hella sad. Heimdall, sad, all sad, all bad, all sad. Hulk gets his ass kicked. And then when the ship explodes, I was like, did they just fucking kill Thor like that? Like, I was tripping, dude, because- You're telling me that's it? (laughs) I didn't see the, I, I saw the teaser. But like I don't know, I don't know what's in the trailer and what's not in the movie. Like what they yeah. kept and what they didn't keep. And so I was just like, dude, they, I can't believe they just fucking killed Thor like that. Holy shit! Like Thor's a big deal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then when he does, then when he shows up again, I was like, oh. yeah, because when it blew <laughs> up, I was like, there's no way they killed Thor. Yeah. But like still, like how? Dude, at that how, point, I had like, no reason to doubt yeah. it. You know yeah. What I mean? yeah, exactly, dude. Throughout this movie, they did they pulled a Game of Thrones where you, you feel like the main characters can actually die. Mm-hmm. That moment with uh, on Titan when Tony Stark gets stabbed. Oh, I thought it was done. I thought it was done too. Dude, like the, the entire audience, like <gasps> yeah, gas. Gas. every time. Oh, gas. Gas. Audible gas. Oh. <laughs> so dude, at the premiere, because when we saw it in the Dolby show, there was a few people. There was definitely the gasps. Yeah, but it was. I cannot explain. The entire audience was like, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> Tom Holland's oh. in the front row go, ah. <laughs> It's honestly like half of the people yeah. or more that were in that yeah. room didn't know Dude, what was going to happen. my heart dropped. Damn. I was palpitating. I was like, oh. This is, this is the end. This I did not expect this. Yeah, because I was like, Robert Downey Jr. is going to be one of the ones that survives because yeah. he's just, he's, he's like dad of the you universe. You know what? But then he got stabbed. I'm like, oh. Well, no. Damn, like they yeah. Like, wow, they really- you know what? Because I I think I saw a clip in the trailer where Tony, like Iron Man in the suit, got mm. decked by Thanos. I, I yeah, thought that's how the fight that. was going to end. That moment was going to end. But Strip broke off his blade and stabbed him. Like, Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. That shot was also not in the movie. It was not. Yeah, it, was not. it wasn't in the movie. So that completely, like, that threw me off because that was one of the shots that I remember when watching the trailer, like, once because I haven't seen it since. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that moment stuck in my head. So I was expecting it to happen that way. Mm-hmm. 
But no. Yeah. <laughs> They're just like. My second viewing, I think, like, I noticed where that shot should have been, mm-hmm. and they just uh, flipped it to a different angle where you see more of Thanos, and then it's just a really quick cut slash pan of Tony, like, just rolls it off. Mm-hmm. So it's not as impactful as it hits. Yeah, I, I kind of saw boom, where it was yeah. going to be, too. Yeah. Um, also, on uh, where the collector was when he had the reality stone and Drax came out and diced him up. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I, I thought I, it was done. I, I thought it was done. Uh, like, I thought it was gone. I was like, no. Not even just killed. Not like Thanos this. diced him up with a flick of his finger. And yeah. turned him into like foam blocks or something. Like it didn't feel like real like Drax. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> real but Drax for parts. a moment there, I was like, oh no. <laughs> That's how they're going to do Drax? <laughs> and then they then they spiraled Mantis and, I, and, and then I was you like, see okay. eye blink. And like, okay, so he's just manipulating oh, reality. Yeah, I was, I yeah. was like sweating for a second. I was like, okay, it's just reality. Yeah. Yeah. You, him using the reality stone. It seemed that the reality stone could only like truly manipulate reality uh, in small forms like the blast turning into bubbles mm-hmm. and then uh, stuff like turning a human into like slinky dust whatever yeah. Mantis was like he could hold that but then when the gem's out of the room then it comes back and yeah. like it didn't really have power to like manipulate reality till all like the gems were there mm-hmm. Right. I wonder if he's manipulating reality itself or re- manipulating the perception of reality in I everyone in the vicinity's mind mm. I feel like it's uh, the actual re- reality in the vicinity because, like it, because if it was just a mind thing, I think that would be a mind stone thing. Yeah, because it is the okay. reality stone, yeah, and that's I fair. mean at, that obviously plays a big part in the snap at the end. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it's a pretty, <laughs> yeah, that snap though <laughs> should have gone for the head. Oh, well, and so when it it cuts to white, and then he's standing there and he doesn't have the gauntlet on he's in that like kind of like dreamscape where Gamora was I thought he was one of the 50% like oh, the first time I really? interesting like, in my head I instantly was like he was one of the 50% and I'm like damn and he didn't like, account for that he didn't account for that but then it was just like kind of like dream sequence or whatever yeah. but I wonder how that would play out if that was the case yeah well like imagine oh that would have been wild and he, <laughs> he would have been like oh like this is how much payment. like yeah this yeah, is, yeah. What did it cost? Everything. Everything. Oh, Ooh. Damn, man. That um, em- the motion in that scene. His face. Thanos' face. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Shouts to Brolin. Shouts to Brolin and CGI. Yeah, What's and up? all the people yeah. that worked on his face. I was just going to say, this is definitely, like, the ultimate popcorn flick. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... As far as, like, a superhero popcorn movie goes, it's so excellently crafted and... In just every way. Well paced. Yeah. Um, it's a kind of uh, astonishing that they were able to pull this off. Yeah, this is definitely the, um, what's the word? Uh, not pinnacle, but... Penultimate? Mm, it's like a crowning achievement in this genre mm-hmm. and this type of franchise, I guess. Yeah. Like, Obviously, it's never been done before to this scale. Yeah. It felt like a comic book. It felt like a... You're watching a comic book. Yeah. Yeah, straight up. A live-action comic book, which is incredible. Like, that, you don't get to say that a lot. Yeah. Wow. Who's your master? What am I supposed to say, Jesus? Oh, my gosh. Wait, are you Uh, from Earth? I'm from from Missouri. Missouri. Earth Earth dipshit. So good. Oh that inter- entire interaction between all those characters. Who? I'll do you one better. Who is Gamora? <laughs> I'll, I'll do, do you one better. better. Why is Gamora? <laughs> <laughs> oh so I, I read the that. Avengers. 
Kevin Bacon? <laughs> I mean, he might be. I haven't been there in a while. <laughs> is Footloose still the greatest movie? <laughs> movie never history. Was. Never Dude, was. Everyone's reactions though. are so good. <laughs> yeah. That heartbreak. So I was reading that the Russo brothers worked with James Gunn for the Guardian scenes. So That's that they tight. got the voice yeah. of the characters right and that... It felt truthful to like their movies. I was like, that's, that's cool. Good. When he got an executive producer credit. Oh, he did? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You see the executive producer credit. It's just like, it's like all oh, the, the other directors. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say, let me, let me check that out. It's pretty cool, actually. Does it's Scott cool. Derrickson work on it, too, for uh, Doctor Strange? Like, that's such a smart idea. Like, you mm-hmm. have one head, Kevin Feige, kind of outlining the, the plan, and then you have your directors, your, your team, <laughs> your run and gun team, to go out and do each of these movies. And when you do the mashup crossover movie... Why don't you just bring them together and help develop those scenes because yeah. they're so familiar with it already. Mm-hmm. That's smart. Damn. They. Oh man, sure. that just like it, it's possible. Why? I understand it's a very, very big task to take on. Mm-hmm. But what the heck are you doing? Like these other studios. What are they doing? At DC. I don't. I think they just kind of <laughs> lack the foresight that, you know. Personally, I was getting a little bit of fatigue, specifically from uh, from the Marvel films, just because it was like we're getting one yeah. every year. It's just kind of uh, you know repetition at this point. It's like okay. Yeah, I was feeling it too. And then after this film, I'm like, oh my god, it I'm was renewed. all leading to something. Mm-hmm. I have a new respect for this universe mm-hmm. that I don't think I necessarily understood before and i am very now you grateful see it mm-hmm. yeah glad stuck around and all is revealed yeah. <laughs> but not everything because we don't know yet this mm. is only part one so that's true they Should... said that part two is going to be even bigger and better oh my god what unreal unreal expectations <laughs> are now going to be out of control as if yeah. they weren't already unreasonably high yeah. now it's like yeah good luck and well, i'm sure they know yeah when i think it's kind of what you said earlier about like that expectation bars right here and they're just gonna salmon ladder it all the way salmon yeah, ladder all the way up damn how are they gonna like they know that they have to try and top this one Mm-hmm. And people are gonna expect it, so they already have a plan. I'm just wondering what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Should we talk predictions? Let's talk predictions. Yeah, either about the movie or the next movie. Next movie. Yeah. yeah. So someone mentioned a theory about what the Soul Stone does in context of the MCU in this movie. Um, what was it? So it's, it can Melissa. spawn a Starbucks. Oh, what? <clears throat> it can spawn a Starbucks. No, what were we gonna say? My bad. A single Starbucks. One. A singular Starbucks. Due to inflation. <laughs> so in the galaxy, center of the galaxy. Okay. So uh, Melissa earlier in looked Wakanda, it up for us, clearly. and uh, she said that the Soul Stone. Uh, basically houses a pocket dimension. Yeah. Now, I think was that I think that was a comic definition. That was a comic yeah. definition, okay. so but... So not yeah. for sure, but yeah. No, most not, not for sure, but I mean, there's already evidence, or clearly evidence of other pocket universes in the MCU, yeah. especially like in Ant-Man, the microverse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what the else? Quantum, quantum realm. realm. Yeah, the quantum realm. Uh, what else did they show? Like, I know uh, there's other... Doctor Strange, didn't they showcase multiple sort of dimensional he, he went spaces? Through a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. and also that there. scene in a uh, Guardian. Dormammu, right? Dormammu lived Dormammu. in another dimension or whatever, right? Dormammu, mm-hmm. I've come, come to, to bargain. bargain. <laughs> come to bargain. We Bar-Jean. also know that uh, Captain Marvel is due to the post-credit scene is going to appear in in uh, the next film mm-hmm. as well. 
Very curious to see so, how that works. Yeah, so you you guys mentioned that the Soul Stone houses possibly in the MCU universe mm-hmm. uh, a pocket dimension where, in context of this movie, after the snap, anyone who disappears into Ash is trapped in possibly possible yeah. universe. Yeah, could and be. I wonder if that's like a they're trapped there, as in they're like souls are just housed there and they're like not aware like they're things, in limbo like things, things for them just went dark and they're in limbo or is it like like some sort of like afterlife where it's just like suddenly there's this empty scape where maybe just Gamora is chilling and then suddenly trillions of people like you got like Peter Parker like just like like kind of there and it's just like vast yeah. open space like yeah some sort of like weird purgatory thing where everybody's just like or maybe they what? wake up and they're on they're where they were but the they're, alternate universe. Yeah. Oh, they're, it's so like it's a like, mirror. Oh. Interesting. That would be weird. <laughs> so like Ooh. in their yeah. world, Tony Stark was the one who disappeared. Right. Ooh. Or they disappeared and they're like, where's Tony? Tony's oh. gone. Oh. So, I mean, that's an option. That's a potential. Interesting. Also, we forgot about Black Panther. Black Panther also showcased an alternate sort of uh mental space mm-hmm. yeah although that i think jeremy you were the one that said this that it's most likely just connected to people that had the heart shape herb though so mm-hmm. it's not that's not like an afterlife for everybody or anybody but no just the black panther i guess what i'm saying is i'm just pointing it's out just that there are oh, just a different other yeah. type of planes of existence yes. that despite Adja- adjacent or parallel to exactly yeah. despite having some sort of tool or resource to get to these places mm-hmm. they have we've seen that they exist yeah. like in black world. panther um it was the heart-shaped herb. Yeah. In yeah. this, it's the soul stone. Yeah. Well, and I feel like, I know in Thor, it's kind of just made to be that all the realms are just planets, and Thor is, like, more of an alien than anything else, but mm-hmm. I feel like Thor and Odin especially has, like, done some different universe shit. Like, they've gone through and, like, gone to some parallel yeah, dimensions. Actually, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. I mean, yeah. they wield magical exactly, stuff all the time, exactly, so yeah. that's not and far out. Even Thor, probably without knowing it, has, like, used the Bifrost to go to a yeah. different universe. Yeah, and Heimdall, too. Like, yeah. Heim- yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's... He sees. Yep. He sees all. Says everything. Yeah. Huh. I wonder if he's still alive, you would be able to see what happens or at least have an idea, a feeling of what happened. Uh, or if I, I wonder if it would be like in, because uh, in the dark world when Jane finds the ether, mm-hmm. he can't see her for like the first time ever. Like he can't see something. So I wonder if it would be like mm. that where he, it would be kind of like an Obi-Wan moment when uh, Alderaan blows up where he's just like, Something just went dark. Yeah, like where <laughs> did all that go? Like all <laughs> yeah, that it was. It's been. It's always been there. Yeah. Where is it? Damn. Interesting. Damn. Ha- also, that uh, Xandar. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> they just dro- dropped Bye. that little tidbit. <laughs> oh yeah, just last week. You know, Thanos just wiped out Xandar and got the Reality Stone mm-hmm. or the Power Stone. Wait. Can you re- Roll back. Don't. Were we gonna gloss over that? <laughs> did you just say <laughs> yeah. Thanos leveled Xandar? Like um, where the Nova Corps? The entire planet? The, you're huh. saying the entire planet, and he took the Power Stone from the Nova Corps because that's where we last saw it. <laughs> but I mean, if you think about it, if Thanos would have rolled up to Earth and Avengers weren't a thing, like it was just like the military or like our version of Nova yeah. Corps, like you'd take us out in a second. Well, the Nova like, Corps at least had like space, pretty advanced space weapons. weaponry. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, like there's you seen their spaceships? Yeah, <laughs> Way more advanced than than yeah. Earth, like on another level. Yeah. Mm. So John C. Riley. I wonder if uh, we're gonna see a flashback or a reenactment of that scene of however those events transpired in future movies. You wanna say what your theory is on that? Um what was it? In Captain Marvel? 
Or no, that they, they, they might make a Nova movie. Oh, yeah. There were rumors of a Nova movie, and that's like his origin story, right? I guess. That's what Melissa said. I'm not too familiar with Nova. Yeah, yeah. Melissa knows way more than... Oh, yeah, she's a huge Marvel fan. Hmm. Yes, but... Because um, Nova is like, you said, the Superman of Marvel, Green right? Lantern. Somewhat? Or yeah, no, no Green Lantern. Nova is equivalent to Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. Captain Marvel is equivalent Superman. to Superman. That's right. Which is, which is what their intention is with Captain Marvel, yeah. is to make her the Superman. Which is interesting, because if that's Nova's origin story, and they just literally drop that little info right there, that mm-hmm. little Easter egg, Xanar being leveled, that's interesting. That'd be a if perfect we, way to start the movie. Yeah, we see that at the beginning of a Nova movie. That's like I wonder the if Nova's going to be... Nova. So, Nova gets introduced in Captain Marvel, which comes out next spring. Is that confirmed? Uh, what oh, what if? Okay. Yeah, w- what if? Yeah. Um, because Captain Marvel's shooting right now. Yeah. And it doesn't have a release. March, March 2019. March 2019. Yeah, so it's coming out before Avengers 4. So if... But it takes place in the 90s. Yeah, it takes yeah. place in the 90s. That's, like, where I'm trying to lead to. Like, uh, okay. in Captain Marvel, before Avengers 4, they introduced Nova as, you know, just a regular character in that universe. And so we have context and his backstory mm-hmm. when we get to the point in Avengers 4, if they do a flashback of when Xandar was destroyed and the Nova Corps was wiped out. That's how we are introduced back in like no no we are introduced back to Nova. Yeah. Or if they and we even, get what he's doing. Yeah, if they even didn't flashback it, but like when Captain Marvel rolls up in Avengers Four, Nova's with him or her. Uh and then when the Nova movie comes out a couple of years, it's just a prequel. Like you just flashback. Like, yeah. For, yeah. Did you guys see young Samuel L. Jackson? I heard about Set it. Set photos? I didn't see it. I didn't look at it. Captain yeah. Marvel? Yeah, it has both eyes. I don't want to tell you if you're not going to, if you're not going to, if you're choosing not to look at it. I stumbled upon it on Instagram and I yeah. was like, I can't not look at this now. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's very interesting. And Coulson's tight. confirmed for it. Coulson's confirmed for yeah. it. The actor is. Cool. Tight. Cool. Interesting. Tight. I wonder how Captain Marvel's going to play into all this. I think she's going to be the one who comes in and just like whoops the shit out of Thanos because she's supposed yeah. to be the Superman, right? I think she's so going to be time like traveling abilities. Or no, do you think I think that... she just doesn't age according to uh, Angela. S- no, but I mean like Superman, like she just kind of like doesn't really. But like, where is she? She's doing space stuff, like saving the like universe. I don't know. She's in quadrant four sector. Yeah, like 17, doing clearly. See, the thing that that bugged me about that is like Samuel. You're telling me Samuel L. Jackson had a way to contact Captain Marvel this entire time or maybe maybe she's like there's going to be a time Ooh. when everyone disappears and when that time comes here call me like hit this button yeah and like i think we'll see whatever that transmitter is that he used i think we're going to see what that was and how it ties in yeah so cuz like by the end of the movie in yeah. Captain Marvel. Exactly. And we found out that Ant-Man Maybe that's the after credit scene in Captain Marvel. Maybe. Or the post credit scene could be the first scene of Infinity War or sequel like Avengers 4. Or like a scene huh. like in the same way that Like it uh, jumps time. Yeah, like in the same way that Ant-Man was uh their post credit scene was a scene from Civil War. Mm-hmm. Not the opening, but like yeah. like a teaser. Yeah. Like, I wonder um well, if you keep in mind that everything that was happening back on Earth after Tony Stark disappeared was just like, okay, nothing happened. Nothing happened on Earth this time. Yeah. It was always somewhere else. I just well, realized Wakanda. that. Well, yeah, Wakanda. But it's already like they're not really in the public mm-hmm. eye. Yeah, so no. really, if you're back in New York City and you just saw that whole alien thing happen and then the ship just disappears and 
Tony Stark is missing, that's it. You're just going back to your lives. Dude, you know? Ant-Man. They probably saw the ship appear in, where, where were they, Germany? Oh, Remember Scotland. When, Scotland. Scotland, yeah. yeah. So just two ships popped up, and then it left. Tony yeah, Stark's it's not missing. like a whole alien invasion. Yeah, you know? so yeah. they're like, oh, Tony Stark maybe taking care of it. Maybe he died in the like fight. Yeah, yeah. That's just kind of like I'm sure the like they're probably thinking I'm sure the Avengers are taking care of it right now. You know, they're they're doing their thing. Yeah, Yeah. but then people start disappearing. It's like what is happening? Oh no! Can you? That's when. Can you imagine just being in your day to day life and then just like randomly like three coworkers or three like a bunch of people at the mall or Or like you're just just sitting with family having dinner uh, or whatever? You're like, oh my god, what the heck? Imagine disappears. Imagine how worried Aunt May is. Oh, I wonder if that's how. Hawkeye and Ant-Man come back into the fold is because their families disappeared. That's that's what I think. I think his whole family died and he's just like, he's coming for blood. Like, obviously, like, he can't do too much with Thanos, but he's ronin in and up. Yeah, he should shrink, crawl up his asshole, and then, you know. Oh, I meant meant Hawkeye, but close. I mean, neither one. (laughs) So for Ant-Man, we know for a fact that Ant-Man takes place before Infinity War. And so we were talking about it earlier and we think that that Ant-Man... His whole story is like his, he's having his own side story that's running adjacent to Infinity War. A little and, romp. Yeah, and then maybe at the end of the film, either at the end of the film or in the post-credits of the film, Everybody. everyone starts disappearing. Uh. And then that's when Ant-Man gets involved. But the big question is, do you guys think that Hawkeye or Clint Barton in some capacity will appear in Ant-Man? 100% yes. I think so. I think it would make because they mentioned them both together. I think it would make sense if he showed up in the post credit scene, like after everybody turned to dust or fifty percent turned to dust, and then he's like Scott, like we got shit to do, like we got to take care of business, like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look at Scott Lang. Dude. He's just like just a normal dude gets out of prison. Now you're an Avenger. There you go, buddy. Yeah, that's pretty cool, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, he's also, a secret Avenger first. He goes yeah. straight to being a criminal Avenger. <laughs> Not even a cool one. Yeah. Also, that moment when Tony Stark knighted. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, you're an Avenger now. Yeah, and Tom Holland, the way Tom Holland played that scene. Oh really yeah, good. dude, everything so Tom good. Holland did, so good, so good. Good for Mr. him. I don't feel so yeah, good. No, don't do this. <laughs> His he showed Mr. Stark. like yeah, just in that scene when he was knighted an Avenger. You can see how many emotions go through his head. It's very his acting is very subtle. Obviously, it's less in your face than like his uh, his dying scene. Yeah, but like. You can tell he's like, he's like, oh, I'm an Avenger. And then he's like, oh, I'm an Avenger. And then he's like, I'm an Avenger. Like, you can see these multiple emotions going through his head. And you see it all play out on his face. That like, kid is try, talented, Trying man. to stay mature and like be like, yeah, I'm yeah. an Avenger. I'm on yeah. the level as Iron Man. I'm yeah. on the level as Captain America. If you have anything to complain about that, come on. He's kid that they are you kidding me people <laughs> ask the russo they're like what was the key like what was the secret to having spider-man be like the heart and the beauty that he was and they, they were like he wasn't written that way it was tom holland <laughs> i was like damn that's cool that's tight. damn <laughs> all right well i guess it's time to uh <laughs> wrap it up like a burrito yeah any final thoughts on avengers infinity war i want to see it again i want to see it again and i think cap will die in the next one 10 out of 10, decent film. I think you're right. Out of, out of 10, do you guys have a... Because you told me what you gave it out of 10. I want to know if it changed. I gave it an 8 out of 10. I would probably give it an 8.5 out of 10. I think I still stick with 10 out of 10. Like, I had pretty high expectations, and they were all met or exceeded. Like, met some places, exceeded the others. Mm-hmm. Like, it was... 
Thor like really topped it off. Yeah, He's, I would say this is probably my favorite one though. Now oh, that, for sure. Not that I have to think about it more. Is your like, favorite Marvel movie? Probably my favorite. I don't, Whoa! I don't think there's a way for it to not be. Yeah. Like, I don't think I could watch it all the time. Like, this isn't something that you just pop in, like, casually. <laughs> yeah. like, like that, it's not that, a standalone that, film. Yeah, the way, that like, for me, I think, is either Spider-Man Homecoming or Black Panther, where you can just kind of watch it whenever, and it's fun. It's yeah, great. That's like, Winter yeah, Soldier for me. Yeah, fair. Yeah. yeah, like, there are movies in the MCU where, like, these are solid films about mm-hmm. these characters. But yeah. then there's Infinity War, where it's just, like, these are the best versions of all of these characters and, and it's all, all put together, together. together. Yeah. you're just yeah. like this that's is like tight. saying what um your favorite episode of game of thrones is like i my favorite is the finale yeah you know you could say that and it's always the finale because it's, <laughs> it's always no it's always episode nine <laughs> <laughs> comes to a head although i am the one thing i'm disappointed about is that there was no scene where everybody was together which i think we're gonna oh, we're get gonna it. get that we're, the gonna, next get one, it. we're gonna get we're it we're gonna get it dude they've been waiting 10 years for the line, Avengers Assemble. They're saving oh! it to the very last moment. So the first Avengers movie was called Avengers Assemble in the UK. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I think that that cuts that out as an option for the official title of of the Avengers. No, I'm not saying that. The, uh, but the, the oh, title. to just say the, the words, yeah, Avengers Assemble. And that's when you see every single person and the theme in the Avengers line up. Oh my God. That would be so cool. Whoa, he says that he, uh, Cap says that and like certain characters that like the iron suits, helmets come on, Thor like suit lightning yeah. up. The Hulk, the Hulk as he says assemble like you see him like get green and big. Yeah. Ooh, Damn. dude! I can't wait for that moment because you know they're saving it. Oh, you know they've been saving everything. it. I really like the title "Avenge Us." Avenge us. That's a pretty, pretty, pretty depressing title, but like, ugh. yeah. What do you guys think the the next one will be called? Yeah, either Avengers Reassembled, ooh. Avengers Disassembled, Avengers Endgame, Infinity Something. Like quest. Oh, or... also, real quick, like Doctor Strange, really, he saw all the outcomes, so he knows what's going to happen. And oh, he yeah. didn't just give it up like nonchalantly. Oh yep. yeah, he I, knew what he, he was knows. doing. Mm-hmm. I'd like to just put on public record uh, my theory is that he went back in time to go do some stuff, and that's what part of the fourth movie will be about. Like while uh, they were holding down Thanos, trying to steal the gauntlet, mm. and Peter Quill was being dummy. Uh, he was off doing some Ayabagamoto stuff and didn't tell anybody. Maybe he told Tony. Maybe. Maybe because I don't think them. he told Tony. I don't Tony think, looked shocked that's at That's true. End. But then yeah, right as I he, don't think he told anyone. Right as he faded away, he's like, this was the only way. Like, he knows. He's got, like, he's doing something or he did something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're in the end game now. Because he knows. He, he's yeah. been playing his pieces. Also, you notice that only the A squad, the phase one Avengers, yep. are left, save for Scarlet several Witch, others. Yeah. Like Rocket and Scarlet Witch. Rocket, Scarlet Witch, Nebula, and... Um, Dormelage, Okio. Uh, Okoye. Okoye. Okoye, yeah. Can never say that name right. <laughs> yeah, because War Machine is technically phase one, so... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tie him in with the phase one, guys. He's and not so, the actor. <laughs> <laughs> Don Cheadle yeah. is not phase no, one. No, no, yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Oh, yeah. Iron Man 2. Iron Man 2, yeah. Iron Man 2 is phase one. <laughs> Damn. It's, it's canon. <laughs> so my it's theory canon. is that they're going to give these characters their last hurrah and either... Most of them will die, or they will just be subtly peppered throughout the universe. They'll go for the out next to do their own separate things. Twenty years. Yeah. yeah. Thor was going to go do some space mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Maybe we'll see them come back in the next Avengers movie, and maybe they'll cameo in 
like one-off movies, uh, you know, Black Panther two and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Bucky uh, will be hanging around Wakanda, maybe. Um, possibly, oh, well, yeah. No, they keep calling him th- White Wolf, which is another character from the Marvel universe. I think it's funny how you only <laughs> just the f- second time I saw it when he called him White Wolf, I'm like, man, can you only be a superhero if you're a new color in Wakanda? <laughs> like Black Panther, only only superhero, and then white dude comes like, oh, he get, he, he gets a superhero name, first white guy, <laughs> the, white <laughs> the White Wolf, first white guy, the White Wolf. That's cool. That's a cool nickname. That's, I like that. That's a cool name. Yeah, except that they showed his arm and they didn't use it. Yeah, that is that is check out. Yeah, name. man, I was tripping about that like fifteen minutes or like yeah. fifteen minutes before we recorded the show. I was like, because it just dawned on me. I was like. They Damn. showed his arm and didn't use it. <laughs> that is a huge issue. Yeah. And Maybe that. it's just set up for the next one. Yeah, but he's just playing dead. their pieces. Yeah, but he's dead. He's, he's, he's gone. Dead. He's gone forever. We'll see. That dude dusty. He's dead. Yeah. Steve. That dude dank. I just, anyone who disappeared into dust, I'm assuming they're still somewhere. Oh, they definitely yeah, I think so they have a solid chance to again. come back. I think the people that went to dust will come back. Uh-huh. Or, and some of them could b- die when they come back. That's always yeah. a possibility. But I think the people that that Thanos actually killed with his hands, I think they're dead. could be dead f- for the remaining yeah, of the universe. With dead. the exception of one, possibly. But even then, I think that character could still be dead, but still have an effect and still be present somehow. Yeah. Heimdall, gone. Loki, they better not Poor bring Idris. him back after Poor that. Poor Idris Elba, man. Yeah. I feel like that character never truly got his due. Yeah. Like, I, f- I feel bad. He's noble. Very noble, but didn't get to really shine the yeah. way he Because, like, you could tell he's a powerful he, dude. Mm-hmm. They oh, well. gave him a little, as much as they could in Ragnarok, but yeah. even then it was like, yeah. you know. But that's a very cool final hurrah yeah. moment. Like, yeah. give me strength one last time. That was yeah. sick. The well, Bifrost. And I think him and then the Thor, magic mistake. Thor said it as well before he like pulled the uh, doors open, but like, all fathers give me strength. He's just like, Damn. Yeah. Tight. Chills. I'm like tight. Also, let's go. Thor the All Father now. Yeah. He is the king of Asgard. Yeah. Well, what's left of it? Yeah. (laughs) The people. The few. Yeah. (laughs) So it's a people, not a place. There's a possibility that Vision might come back because Shuri may be able to connect everything together. Cross some wires. Cross some wires, and maybe Mm -hmm. he'll come back. And then Gamora might be her soul might be housed in the Soul Stone. I personally think that if those characters stayed dead, it's for the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's a part of me that it's like, uh, it's it Marvel. W- They've only committed to one death so far. Yeah. It works for the story for those two. Yeah. But like if Loki or Heimdall came back, it's just like, come on. Hey, like, man, they the got to make their merch money. <laughs> they do. They do. All, and I guess if you look at it, they are like kind of mythical beings. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of beyond like just a human getting like Quicksilver getting shot and killed. You right. Know? So they could come back in some capacity. Odin could come back in some capacity. Uh, I we, guess we don't know. Mm-hmm. There's always something to say that like Loki walked, he dropped the Tesseract, left the room. Flipped, yeah, exactly. Flipped away. Yeah. We didn't see him he again. He went to his brother. Like I, that, that actually was a really defining character moment for me is that when he jumped for his brother and ditched the mm-hmm. infinity stone for once in the entire MCU, he yeah. went yeah. to go save, like, right to his brother. Mm-hmm. I thought that was, I was like, his, wow. His character had closure. Mm-hmm. His arc had closure. So which I think. Which why he needs to stay dead. Yeah. Exactly. It's for the best that he does stay dead, which they threw in that line with Thor uh, talking to Rocket, like, for one good measure. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, he's I died think, once before. But I think this time it's true. Yeah. I'm just like, damn. Although he did, like Danny said, he did, after he jumped to save Thor, he kind of wasn't in the scene for the whole Hulk fight. 
and then he stepped back into the room uh, when he like bartered with Thanos. But so I think that might just be a backdoor if they wanted to bring him back. Like, oh, he was gone for a little bit. He could have faked it. But I don't think they should do that. I think that's a bad idea. Yeah, I think that's a very bad idea because I think one of my biggest issues with Loki is how much he's flip flopped. And I'm like, yeah. okay, yeah, he's got a chaos. I know everybody keeps saying that. Angela keeps saying that he's God supposed to flip. Him. And I was just like, I don't care. That's not good character development to have a character constantly flip flip flop. Pick a side, good or bad. And he picked a side. I was very happy and satisfied with it. And in the cinematic universe, his story has come to an end. Mm -hmm. Loki has... He will be remembered. Yeah. Loki Mm. went out like a freaking boss. And his death was heartbreaking. Please don't muddy it up by bringing him back. Agreed. You know, let him him be dead. It's okay for a character to be dead. Yeah, let him rest. Yeah. Let Tom Hiddleston rest. Let Tom Hiddleston do other things with his career. Do a Kong sequel. (laughs) (laughs) They will, Godzilla versus Kong. I'm down with that, man. Kong was cool. Let's go. Godzilla was tight too, though. Godzilla you nailed was tight. it. How, did you do the That was me, gotcha. guys. You know. Damn. <laughs> the whole this whole time. How could you not say something? <laughs> you didn't hear it every day. <laughs> I just like now I can't unhear it. Wow. Yeah. That's uncanny. Stuck with yeah. me yeah. forever. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, and, and I know we went final notes ten minutes ago, but what, <laughs> any final notes? Uh no. I want to see it again. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very oh. happy with this movie. Mm-hmm. Did everybody give their out of 10s? Nine out of 10. Nine out of 10? 10 out of 10. Like Marvel Universe, like it's the best. Like that's the cap. They created that 10. Yeah. They, they Until created... part two. True. I have then to... it gets knocked down to nine. <laughs> <laughs> I have to no, give it either. An... Part two was 11. <laughs> Yeah, 11 or a 12. <laughs> turn, it like, well, turn it up to an 11. 20 out of 10. I'm going to give it a but 9. Couldn't you just make 10 louder? Point yeah, but this five. one goes to 11. 9.5. 9.5. I'm going to give it a 9.5 because I gave it a 10 out the gate, and I still think that it is a masterful achievement, and mm. it's hard not to give it a 10 because I yeah. feel like they are successful on so many levels just mm-hmm. making like character development. I mean, there might be things that people don't like about this movie, but... Yeah, that's the, fine. What you don't like doesn't make it not good. Mm-hmm. From a exactly. narrative structural perspective, yeah. as far as a superhero movie goes, and as, and along with as an as a technical achievement in mm-hmm. itself, like incredible, incredible, unbelievable. Yep. I cannot believe they yeah. they met expectations and they exceeded them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unbelievable. This is definitely a movie where if you're in the industry, this is something you should be aiming towards. Like yeah. this, that's goals. On a technical goals. level. Yeah. And, like, just structural, too. Like, mm-hmm. everything. This is, like, the entire MCU is bit film business 101. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. Industry versus artistry right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is, like, the true master class in industry versus artistry. Yeah. Imagine what the Avengers movie will be like in another 10 years. Dude, I oh, can't geez. wait. <laughs> I am so on board for the MCU to go on for another 20 years. I'm down. Like, they, they I'm could. down, man. I'm into it. This is Yeah, if they cool. really know what they're doing. They've yeah. proven it so far. They just showed us again that they know what they're doing. Yeah, and then now yeah, they're going <laughs> to get the rights to X-Men and Fantastic Four and Silver Surfer. Yes, oh, got my even more God. Dude, I was really... You said the magic word, baby. I'm like, <laughs> we I, might see Galactus? Yeah, bro. Oh, Dude, boy. Silver Surfer, Captain Marvel, take down Thanos. Dog. 
Maybe Nova too. Check. I don't want to see Silver Surfer or Nova in the next movie, preferably because I mean they're not going to be in the next like, movie. That's don't sure. just cram everything all at yeah, once. Just like fair. let it play out. And, you and know, they will. They six yeah, movies. They will. They six movies. But like if there was, a they want to keep making movies. <laughs> a post credit scene though with like Silver Surfer flying up to a spaceship yeah. and he flies in the spaceship and then you see that that's Galactus. Yo, and he's like saying something about oh, like, Earth on a higher form of like war or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we if if they start if the next big bad they start building up to is Galactus, and oh my god, I mean, this is a th- like <laughs> same. I mean, dude, like now Marvel has all of their characters. They can drop in the X Men. They can drop in freaking. I mean, I don't really give a crap about the Fantastic Four, but I bet you the MCU will make them interesting. Yeah, dude, and John Krasinski, Doctor Doom, John Krasinski. I'm down for honestly. Fantastic. Seeing the Fantastic Four interact with Spider Man alone would be that, great. Johnny Storm and Spider Man. That's what yep. I need. Like, I, I need, need a Spider Man two, three, or four mm-hmm. where he's like jealous of Johnny Storm, and then they team up, they fight for a bit, then they're mates. Like dude, classic form. John Krasinski as Mister Fantastic and Emily Blunt. Yep, as dude. John Krasinski as Doctor Doom. None. Yeah, bro. John Cena is the thing. Zach Efron. <laughs> Honestly, Dave Batista is the best part of the Guardians movies. In oh, my opinion. oh man! So if they, what if a they, surprise! What a surprise indeed. <laughs> He's great, but yeah. no, I think Emily Blunt, John Krasinski, Cena, and then Zach Efron is Human Torch. All right, that was my wow. Cast. Okay, <laughs> I think they. Could Wait, who be- is Johnny Storm? Zac uh, Zach Efron? Efron. I think he could do really well with Tom Holland, and he can play that arrogant, but like. Powerful. You need someone really handsome and yeah. really arrogant. Yep, I think to be Johnny Storm. Chris Evans. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Yeah, no, I think we've seen Zach do both. Michael B. Jordan. Damn. Oh, so close. <laughs> Dude, imagine if Michael B. Jordan played uh, Human Torch in the MCU. What if Chris Evans and Michael B. Jordan were both? I mean, Josh Roland plays Thanos and Cable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a little weird, especially if the universes. I have no idea how these universes are gonna. I don't know how they're how gonna. How did that contract Dude, line, line up? Yeah. <laughs> please uh, call him Thanos. <laughs> please call him Thanos in Deadpool too. Oh my god. Oh man. All right, we gotta we gotta wrap yep. up. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for watching. I hope you guys enjoyed Infinity War as much as we did. But if you did, if you didn't, let us know in the comments. Excuse me. Be nice. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, yeah, let us know, and let's be reasonable. Have a have a fun discussion, everybody. Have a, a good time. Yes. All right, guys. Spread follow love. us on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Danny Lachep. Uh Jeremy's at Jeremy Lee with three Y's. Noel is at now you on Instagram and at Noel the Chef on Twitter. True. And Preston, you are the real P Scott. The real P Scott. There we go. Wolf. All right, dudes. We'll see you next time. It's Mahawk out.